cartoon shorts. He's the inventor of techniques that changed the game for animation worldwide. He's even been called the Dean of Animated Cartoons. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for July 19th. And today is animator, inventor, director, and producer Max Fleischer's 139th birthday. Where did Fleischer get his start, and how is his work still influential today? Let's find out. Max Fleischer was born to a Jewish family in Krakow, Austria-Hungary. His family emigrated to the United States in March of 1887, taking up residence in New York City. He studied commercial art at Cooper Union and formal art instruction at the Art Students League of New York. Additionally, he also attended the Mechanics and Tradesmen's School in Midtown Manhattan. Fleischer married his childhood sweetheart, Ethel S.C. Goldstein, on December 25, 1905. Before becoming an animator, Fleischer would work as a technical illustrator and art editor. In 1914, Animated cartoons began to make their way into theaters, but the animation left much to be desired. Fleischer created a device that combined a projector and easel for tracing images from a live-action film. This method is known as rotoscope and is still used in film today. Max also created the follow the bouncing ball technique in 1920. During these sing-along shorts, the lyrics of a song appear on screen and theater patrons are encouraged to sing along while an animated ball bounces across the top of the lyrics. His 1926 short, My Old Kentucky Home, is the first film ever to synchronize sound and animation. Max also created numerous cartoon characters that begat a new era of animated shorts. More on this in a moment. Hi, Dr. Phil Flox, also known as John Billingsley, speaking. I am the president of the board of the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific multi-course meals to the unhoused and to those in need seven nights a week. We assist as many as 100 nonprofits with their food needs, buttressing extraordinary social service programs. We work with community partners to address issues of food insecurity here in SoCal. We do lots of other great stuff, but how much time do we have? If you're in L.A., come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. Max contributed much more to the field of animation than we can cover in five minutes. His first character to gain popularity was Betty Boop, who originally was a cameo caricature in a 1930 talk art tune called Dizzy Dishes. Betty was fashioned after singer Helen Kane and starred in 115 shorts. Fleischer licensed comic strip character Popeye the Sailor in 1933. Popeye became one of the most successful comic strip adaptations in cinema history. Fleischer Studios got the green light from Paramount to develop Gulliver's Travels in March of 1938. While it was a box office success, bringing in $3 million, the studio was penalized $350,000 for going three times over budget and was denied rights to foreign earnings. Fleischer's 1940s Superman cartoons are considered some of the finest animation of their time. Max chose to pick up the rights to Superman because the science fiction and fantasy elements appealed to him. Fleischer Studios produced nine of the 17 shorts, though all 17 are identified under his name. Members of the animation field voted the first Superman short, The Mad Scientist, number 33 of the 50 greatest cartoons of all time. Max was forced to resign from his position in 1941 due to the cancellation of his second feature film, Mr. Bug Goes to Town. 
He revived his Out of the Inkwell Films Incorporated with animator Hal Seeger in 1958, producing 100 new Out of the Inkwell cartoons for TV. In poor health, Max and Essie moved to the Motion Picture Country House in 1967. We lost Max in September of 1972. After his passing, the anthology film Betty Boop Scandals ignited new interest in his work and started a new wave of animated film research. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for July 19th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.